Hello, everyone. Thank you for listening to another episode of Be Doing Your Brain. This podcast is produced by Fortin Horseman. Fortin Horseman also produces other content such as movies, other podcasts, and streaming content. When you get the chance, please subscribe to Fortin Horseman on YouTube and never miss another piece of content that we create again. You can also follow Fortin Horseman on Facebook, Instagram, TikTok, and Twitter. If you enjoy this podcast, please rate, review, and subscribe to this podcast on wherever you listen to your podcast. This will help us make better and more episodes for you guys to consume. You can follow us on Instagram and TikTok at Vito and Your Brain. You can also follow us on Twitter at Zachy the Zombie. And if you have any questions, comments, or concerns, please email us at VidoWentYourBrain at gmail.com. And if you have the means, please consider donating on our Patreon page at patreon.com forward slash VidoWentYourBrain. We need as much help as we can in order to continue creating content for you guys, the audience. And as always, thank you immensely for listening to VidoWentYourBrain. Please stay safe and stay sane. Enjoy the show. Make friends who are comfortable to be with. Make friends who will force you to level yourself up. Thomas J. Watson The Last of Us, Season 1, Episode 7, Left Behind What is up, everyone, and welcome back to another episode of Feed Don't Eat Your Brain. I'm Zachary Ballard. I'm Alina. And we're back, baby. Alright, so uh, this episode is a little late again. Honestly, guys, I am very sorry. Life has been crazy. Uh, It was going to be on time, but then um, we got a flat tire Mm -hmm. and had to deal with that the day we were going to record. And so, um, this episode is going to be Alina, and then the next episode is going to be with Chris Flamakis, and then the next episode is going to be me, Brendan, Keeley, and Jacob all together. So, expect a two-hour, three-hour episode for that one. You guys could talk forever. <laughs> um, You'll have to cut it way down. Yeah, and then and then my Twitch streams are going to be Saturday nights starting around 10-ish. Uh, maybe a little earlier. We'll see. Um, so, uh, Alina, how'd you like this episode? We actually didn't end up watching it together. No, we didn't, because you left me to watch it yeah. alone. Um, I, you, I loved it, but mm-hmm. you, when you came home... You actually didn't like it that much. You I thought came, it was kind of boring. Yeah, you came home and you said that it was kind of long and boring. Mm-hmm. Um, but I I didn't think that at all. All of the, like, I guess you could call boring bits, I felt were so... I felt like it was less boring and more indulgent. Mm-hmm. Like, I mean, Bella Ramsey is, so, is such a good actress. Mm-hmm. But, like, I really saw like a childlike wonder with her in this episode and I really liked how the episode slowed down enough to really let you see Ellie experience all these things that we take for granted through this childlike wonder. Yeah and I think that uh, well I I did enjoy like noticing the different things that Ellie was experiencing for the first time yeah because like she she got to be a child when, um, when, like, basically for the first time in this, in this part, yeah. in this episode, and, um, and, you know, it was interesting seeing the, the different things that are so normal to us, that, like, were so new and exciting and fresh to her. Yeah, like, the elevator, mm-hmm. or the, not escalator. e- the escalators, mm-hmm. I, that's exactly how I felt about them as a kid, mm-hmm. but, you know, because I'm in public, I'm not gonna do, like, all the things that she did, but I remember wanting yeah. to do that, and it makes me think of when um, I went to the mall with my brother and my sister-in-law and then my niece, 
I think she was two, maybe three at the time. Mm -hmm. And she was just obsessed with the escalators and she wanted, she just like held my hand and walked me to the escalators and we went up and down, up and down enough times that I started getting like motion sick, mm -hmm. but she, she just loved it so much. Yeah. Yeah. And that, that was interesting to see. I just think like left behind. So left behind is a DLC after you play the main last of us game for the first time. Yeah. Um, and I just, and, but in left behind, you are also playing in the present as Ellie mm -hmm. in in a different mall trying to find um, medicine for Joel. Yeah. Um, and and so... Maybe I'm, that's... And, sorry to and, interrupt. No, you're good. And in that, like, you actually have more action yeah. in it, but I, I can see why they didn't want to do that. They just showed, like, like the past mall and not the, the previous mall yeah. and just made it so, like... And not the present mall and just made it so, like... Ellie didn't actually go to that mall, mm -hmm. you know? Well, um, and yeah. I, I think the reason we don't, I don't know why they chose it, but I think a good guess would be because of the title left behind. Mm -hmm. Like, um, yeah, it would have been cool showing her like wandering around a different mall, like trying to find medicine while having these flashback memories of her and Riley at the mall. Mm -hmm. Um, but I think because of the title left behind, it was, important to show that she was hesitant to even leave the house to yeah. help Joel. Yeah. Like she was going to find help within the house that they were sheltering at. Yeah. Well, speaking of that, like when she left, you could tell Joel like wanted to stop her and mm -hmm. wanted to protect her, but he physically couldn't. Yeah. And, and you know, this is, this is like the crux of like Ellie needing to grow up and not need Joel's help anymore, mm -hmm. which is sort of like kind of, it's sort of like leading into the second part of the story with Ellie. Yeah. But yeah, like like we're sort of seeing now that Joel is now able to trust Ellie more mm -hmm. because he he is physically unable to stop her yeah. from doing what she needs to do and what she wants to do. Yeah. You know? I thought, um, you know how in filmmaking or, you know, writing, storytelling in general, there's that phrase, show, don't tell. Mm -hmm. um, I thought they did... A really interesting um, very effective thing where in the previous episode where Joel is considering leaving her because he doesn't feel like he can protect her mm -hmm. and having Tommy become her new guide she tells us something mm -hmm. she says everyone I've ever cared about has either left me or died mm -hmm. so they tell us that and then I feel like the entire next episode the episode we're talking about right now shows that yeah it shows first Riley leaving Ellie at the Fedra school mm -hmm. and then coming back, but then dying. Yeah. And so we, I, I thought that was so cool. That phrase like show, don't tell. Yeah. They told us a whole new episode started. We basically forgot about it and then we get shown it. Yeah. We get shown her backstory. Yeah. Um, and we also, we also get shown like that her first time drinking alcohol too. Yeah. Cause she says to Joel, it's not my first time. And then mm -hmm. it shows like them just chugging that bottle of yeah. liquor, you and know? She's like, what does she say? It's still as gross <laughs> as I remember. Yeah. Um, but in front of Riley, you know, like she, <laughs> she's, she's she trying downed to be cool. it. She yeah. was all like, I can handle it. Yeah. Um, speaking of that, do you think that Tommy would have been able to take those guys without getting hurt? Or do you think that it would have ended the same way? That's a good question. I, I mean, there's no way of knowing, of course. There's like, no way of knowing, but I think that's exactly why, uh, Joel wanted Tommy to take well, it. Well, just like, reaffirm Joel's fear. Yeah. Of failing Ellie. Yeah. You know? Um, 
but yeah, I don't know. Yeah. I, it could very well be that Tommy would have been Tommy able to... Tommy would have just to... destroyed all of them yeah. and then they wouldn't have had to deal with, with David in the next episode. Yeah. But I'm talking with Chris, so I'm I'm recording two episodes today. I'm recording with you tonight, and I'm talking with Chris tonight. So mm -hmm. I will talk about all of that good David, bad, well, bad David stuff <laughs> uh, next episode. But um, We're talking about Riley and Ellie. Yeah, Riley and Ellie. Um, so I, I thought it was, I want to talk about the um, conversation that she had, that Ellie had with her like principal or like yeah. her her like commander or whatever i think he was a commander yeah but at but acting principal yeah it's not a normal her school it's her a, like, superior her mentor yeah. yeah it's a military school um I guess. yeah but uh how he said you you have two choices you can either be a grunt and do grunt work and like like this person i can't remember her name but this person that uh keeps bugging you and you keep getting into fights with because that's where she's going she's not going above and beyond or you can choose to keep your head down and follow the rules and then become an officer mm -hmm. and tell grunts where to go yeah and i thought that was really interesting like there there's sort of a, a sacrifice that people need to make um to do what people tell them to do when they're younger so that they can have freedom to tell other people what to do when they're older yeah you know because like if you're too rebellious when you're younger you're basically burning bridges with everyone else mm -hmm. you know and then when you're older you don't have those bridges to like go to and like cross yeah. because you burned all of them when you were younger and what are your thoughts on that i think it's a really limited way to think mm. but i mean it makes sense with the society that they're living sure. in i'm sure that you know a, a similar situation like during world war ii um or any other wars, it kind of did have that mindset. Is yeah. you're either one of the pawns or you're one of the leaders. Mm -hmm. um, but you know, in in reality, in um, day to day life, I feel like that's such limited thinking mm -hmm. to limit people. You either are bossed around or you're the one bossing people around. Sure. Well, I I mean, you know my philosophy. I think I think a lot of things should be a partnership and everyone should work together. Yeah. And there shouldn't be like a hierarchy of like there's the big guy and then little little more little big guys and then there's like <laughs> more little big guys. Well, like cuz they're under yeah. the big guy but they're still bigger and then it's like a it's, it's like a pyramid, pyramid scheme. Yeah. Um but like the but this is also Ellie's only bridge. Yeah. You know, this is her only thing yeah. that she is allowed to do. Mm -hmm. I mean, she could become a firefly, but she's she doesn't want to go do that. Yeah. Um, but, like, this is her only bridge, and, and, like... So, she is kind of limited to two choices in this world. Yeah. Um, but... Well, she's kind of limited to three if she wants to become a firefly. But, um, yeah, like... Uh, Ellie only has those two choices, and but we have a myriad of different choices. And sometimes bridges aren't worth saving and yeah. keeping. Sometimes people are abusive and mm -hmm. are cruel to you and there's no point in keeping that bridge for yourself. Yeah. Well, and you know, I can think of plenty of adults that their childhood did seem very limited, but they were able to literally um, and uh, figuratively grow out of it mm -hmm. and, you know, create really good relationships that help them become really successful adults. Yeah. And I think to kind of show an example of that is once Ellie leaves the QZ zone, QT zone, right? Yeah. What is it? Or is it called QZ? The, it's just called the QZ. The QZ. Um, quarantine zone. I knew so what it said. you just said quarantine zone zone. <laughs> I did. <laughs> I knew something didn't sound right. Um, when she leaves that, she realizes there are more than just the options of being a grunt worker, an officer, or um, 
uh, I guess, traitor is how mm -hmm. they consider the Fireflies because she, you know, sees the community that Tommy is a part of and, um, you know, that there's so many choices in that. Mm -hmm. Like, in that community, she could learn a trade. She could... Um, let, like, so many more opportunities for her. And I feel like that's why it's such a limiting uh, mindset mm -hmm. is because if you just step outside a little bit, you can see that there's a lot more perspectives yeah. out there and a lot more options than are always presented to you as a child. Yeah. And Ellie could become a firefly. Yeah. And But, like, because she was born in in this, like, fascist regime and has never been told by, like, other people that she has other choices, mm -hmm. she doesn't think that she has other choices. Yeah. But Riley met Marlene, and immediately she chose to be a firefly. Yeah. Because she got sewage detail, which, I mean, I would be like, I'm out. I'm not doing yeah. sewage detail, you know? Um, but, like, yeah, and, like, the minute Riley got another choice um, that seemed more glamorous and better mm -hmm. um, than just being told what to do, then, like, Riley chose to do that, yeah. you know? Which, interesting, like, comparing Ellie to Riley... Uh, the commanding officer, principal guy, um, he presented that choice to Ellie mm -hmm. because he saw how intelligent she was. Uh, Riley obviously wasn't given that talk, that yeah. option. Like, she wasn't told, like, hey, you could be a grunt worker or you could be an officer. Yeah. She was obviously um, prejudged and just decided, like, you're a grunt worker. Yeah. That's it. Um so Ellie, even though they were in the same environment, Ellie was given more options than Riley was. Yeah. So even within this limited system, there was still inequality. Yeah. Yeah, that's true. And like, what are your thoughts on Riley? Do you just made another silly face? <laughs> what are your thoughts on Riley um, saying that you can't fix Fetra from the inside, but Ellie saying that she feels like she could fix um Fedra from the inside. Do you think that that would have been a possibility for Ellie? Or do you think that the only way to fix Fedra is to destroy it from the outside? Um, I, you know, it'd be hard for Ellie to do alone, but she made a really good point about if Riley had stayed, then she and her would have been the future mm. of Fedra. They would have been... Well, I mean, the they could have, they could have, like, grown up mm -hmm. and then, like, been... They could have been friends, like, the leaders of the different groups and then been friends. Yeah. And then, like, I mean, they would have had two choices. They could have either chosen to be enemies or they could have um, chosen to make, like, a treaty and make life better for the people in Boston. Yeah. Um, I think it's an example that I see in, um, like, today, the workforce mm -hmm. is um, mental health days, mm -hmm. you know, is... Um, I I remember hearing the word mental health day for the first time when I was in high I think I was a junior in high school. Mm -hmm. I had never heard that term before. I remember and, hearing it in high school. Yeah, and I don't think that it was really a word that was used. I mean, people still took mental health days, but they just called them sick days. Yeah. You know, or came up with some sort of excuse cuz they just couldn't handle going to work. Yeah. Um but now, you know, like there's I, I feel like people that are now becoming supervisors, managers, CEOs, like any type of leadership in a workforce, they're becoming um, more aware and more open to the idea of like 
mental health days and, um, you know, like taking breaks mm -hmm. and kind of um, easing up on the grind culture, which, I mean, I don't think grind culture is completely negative. No. Um, I feel like the, uh, a lot of people are willing to give it like a black and white view, like grind culture is all bad yeah. or like all good. Yeah. And I feel like there are good parts and bad parts of it. And I feel like our generation in the workforce is easing up on grind culture yeah. where it, it's getting that better balance. Mm -hmm. Um, what was your original question? My, my original question was, Oh, changing it from the inside or yeah. from the outside. Mm -hmm. So yeah, that's, that's why I brought it up is we can see in our world today that like you can change a system from the inside. It takes so much longer though. I feel like it takes longer. Is it, does it have less negative consequences than completely tearing down a system? I don't know. I feel like that can have like a lot of negative repercussions too. But. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, more people die if you're, if you're rebelling against the system yeah. than if you're like trying to change it from the inside, yeah. you know? Um, and, and, you know, I, I think, I think it could be a cool, different alternate universe, universal story of like, what if they didn't get bit? Mm -hmm. And cause if they didn't get bit, then Marlene wouldn't have sent Ellie away. Yeah. You know? And so like, what if they didn't get bit and then like they had to grow up in the system still and Ellie and, um, Ellie and Riley had choices to make on whether or not they were going to remain friends or help each other fix yeah. the problems within Boston. Yeah. Um, I mean, because you saw in the Boston QZ in Kansas City that um, things did not end up well after the people won. Yeah. You know, they um, sort of were almost worse than Vedra, you know? It would definitely be a more diplomatic, political-driven alternate universe. Yeah. I think it would still be really I think it'd be really interesting. Yeah. yeah. Um, but, uh, let me see. Um, there was a line, I think... It was either Ellie said this, someone said this to someone, but they said, um, it's been a while since I watched the episode. Um, you can't fight everything and everyone. I think it was the commander to Ellie, or it was Ellie to Riley. I'm not sure. I think it was the commander. No, I, th I think it was Riley, or Ellie, Ellie to, Riley. to Riley. Yeah, but anyway, it, I just, I wrote it down because obviously it was a really good quote. Like, you know, I feel like Ellie and Riley, to some extent, they both feel like they can fight their way out of every problem. Yeah. And quite honestly, I feel like that's because that's how they were trained. Um, but, like, speaking of, like, diplomacy and, like, they they were actually having a discussion about it. Instead, and, like, it got kind of heated, mm -hmm. but they were debating about whether, you know, this was the right choice for Riley um, because, because the Fireflies were terrorists, you yeah. know? Uh, at least in the eyes of Fedra. But, like... That was sort of the, the debate on the whole episode was, like, sometimes diplomacy is better than, than fighting, mm -hmm. you know? And they could have chosen to do that. They could have chosen, if they didn't get bit, to, to choose to be diplomatic with each other. Yeah. Yeah. Um, okay, one last thing. Uh, I, I just wanted to touch on just, like, the... You know, that, you know that pit in the bottom of your stomach you get when you know something is, like, something went wrong or mm -hmm. you feel like something is going wrong and like or you're like in trouble you know yeah like just that pit you get in the bottom of your stomach like I can't imagine the dread of realizing you got bit yeah you know well and especially when it's so absolute mm -hmm. like it's not for there's them, no bargaining there's nothing yeah for them it was an immediate death sentence it was yeah. an absolute for them yeah 
And like, I feel like when you, cause a lot of times when we feel that pit in our stomach, we feel like there's like an absolute, like there's no way around it, but, yeah. but there usually is, you know, there's usually options and choices yeah. that you can have, but like when you get bit and, and I mean, we don't know if you cut off the limb that you'll be okay, you yeah. know, in this universe, I don't think anyone has tested it out, but like it, it's an immediate, just like, Oh, my life is over now. Yeah. You know? And I, I thought it was really, uh, interesting to see two very different reactions to it. Mm -hmm. um, I can kind of kind of guess what we would be because <laughs> you would do Riley and you would do and Riley. I would, I would, yeah. Uh, yeah. Because they both have the realization and Riley just tears in her eyes, just like holds up the hand. She's fallen and Ellie goes berserk. Mm -hmm. Like she's trying to wipe off the bite in her skin mm -hmm. and then starts breaking and bashing everything in sight while Riley just kind of like slumps to the ground. Yeah, it's like definitely like the difference between anxiety and depression. Yeah. You know, Riley yeah. goes into depression and Ellie goes into anxiety. Yeah. Yeah. And kind of, I mean, Riley has that quicker acceptance mm -hmm. um, while Ellie needs to deny it and fight it out a little bit long, longer before accepting it. Mm -hmm. um, and I, I think that's really realistic is that not everyone acts the same way but the dread that they're feeling is mm. the same yeah yeah i agree um that those are all the notes i had did you have anything else you wanted to talk about um this is totally like theoretical but i've really been thinking about the infection mm. recently about like specifically in uh the last of us because in the walking dead uh you know the disease is in everyone mm -hmm. you know i'm wondering if with the infected, um, like, have they learned, I'm thinking of, of it as, like, a venomous snake bites you, mm. um, but, you know, it, it's a lot, it's so much faster, mm. but I'm trying to think, have they, if they tried, and obviously they don't try because it is, like, literally a death sentence, if they tried, like, as fast as possible, as soon as you were bit, like, disinfecting the wound, cleaning it out, um, like, would that save people? But they're not willing to try, you know, because they're not willing to, like, set up all these medical disinfectant supplies and mm -hmm. then be like, okay, here's your bite. Yeah. Um, but I'm just wondering if, um, if that is even a possibility, if you could treat it like a venomous snake bite, where you could, like, I don't know. I don't know I, enough I don't, how... I don't think so, because, like, you would... Because, I mean, it all started because they were eating yeast and fungus, right? That's true. And so. I don't think, like, it, yeah, it's a really hard disease, I think. Yeah. I don't think you could just suck it out. And I'm wondering, like, I don't think, like, you could cut it off even. Mm -hmm. I, I think it spreads through the blood just really... Maybe, maybe you could. I'm not sure. Yeah. They have not shown it in that universe, though. Yeah. And again, like, it's not, it's not super important to the story at all, but it's just been something on my mind. Like, what's the closest thing in real life to a, a clydeset bite. Cordycep? Cordycep. Cordycep bite. Um, yeah, I don't know. I, I don't think there's anything like it, yeah. honestly. And I think that's kind of the point of like, these fungal infections can just like, wreck you. Yeah. 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 But um, do you have anything else you want to talk about? No. Cool, cool. Well, we will be right back after a short musical interlude with the moral dilemma. Go ahead and play it, baby.
back. All right, so here's your moral dilemma. Okay. Do you think that uh, in a post-apocalyptic world, it's necessary to sacrifice fun so that you're safe? Hmm, that's a good one. Um, no, I, I feel like you can't give up fun. Mm. If you give up fun, then I don't, what a, what do you live for? Yeah. I you mean, know? Riley had one, like, last good night. She didn't know it was her last night. Yeah. But, like, you know, they, they ended up choosing to have a fun night. Mm -hmm. But they didn't know that that, that um, stalker was in there. Yeah. Well, and the, that's what, before they even get bit, that's what Riley tells Ellie is, like, I just wanted to have one more night with you. Mm -hmm. um, you know, doing silly, not, not important friend things. Mm -hmm. But those what would seem insignificant moments of fun end up being so important. Yeah. Like maybe they don't remember what they did for training mm -hmm. that day um, or what lecture they got from a commanding officer. They're going to remember how they felt like playing games in the arcade. Yeah. Ellie and, will always remember that night. Yeah. And it's going to influence mm -hmm. the person that bec she becomes because she's going to have those memories um, with Riley. Yeah. So I, I think when you give up fun, uh, you're giving up a little bit of your humanity. Mm, I agree. Yeah, I agree with that. I think, you know, you need to make sure that you're safe. Mm -hmm. And then once you're safe, you can have fun. Even, even then, like, you know, uh, we in our relationship haven't felt like completely secure at times, but we've still decided to like take a break and like, you know, have fun and yeah. like, relax because if you're always like on edge you know what's the point of living yeah you know um, and I know people that are always on edge and they don't live very happy lives yeah I mean the uh, the other side of the coin to play the other advocate is there are times when you need to sacrifice now mm -hmm. um to be able to feel safe later yeah. or to enjoy yourself later like you need to sacrifice now you know you need to sacrifice um, time to go to work and you need to sacrifice yeah time to go to school so mm -hmm. that you can like later on enjoy life yeah and i i can see the importance of it but at the same time i i feel like it's so hard the is the one i think about the most is like retirement mm. is like you need to be a penny pincher now so that you can enjoy yourself when you're retired mm -hmm. and like, I, no, I don't want to, yeah. I don't want to live. Well then, because when you're old, you can't do anything anymore. Well, and. Really? Yeah. And I, I look at my parents, you know, and their, their retirement, like they ended up having to work longer than they expected mm -hmm. because, um, their retirement plan wasn't as much as they originally thought it was going to be. And so, mm -hmm. you know, my mom had to spend like five more years being a high school teacher than she planned on and yeah. you know like my dad retired and then decided to get a job at Walmart and then decided to go back to school um and so I can see some people that are looking at that and being all like oh failure like mm. yeah that's that's because you didn't you weren't a penny pincher um in your earlier days but I I look at my parents life and they they're experiencing happiness still. Like, my yeah. mom loves being a grandmother. Mm -hmm. She still finds joy and purpose in day-to-day mm -hmm. -day life. And so I feel like um, for some things, yes, you do need to sacrifice fun and enjoyment 
in order to have something better mm -hmm. in the future that like um delayed gratification but i feel like you can't give it all up yeah yeah i agree i think like you you have to have fun and you have to find the bits of joy throughout your whole life because mm -hmm. i feel like a lot of old people that are retired now they they were like looking forward to retirement looking forward to retirement but they never learned how to be happy mm. in their life and they're so grumpy yeah they're like it's that stereotype of like that grumpy old person that you know yeah. they never learned how to be happy in their life and so now, how are they going to learn when they're 60 70 80 i you know yeah i feel like um it's so important to have goals but you know a lot of the goal talks you get is you give yourself short-term short goals mm -hmm. and long-term goals. I have this friend who, um, she loves traveling. It's mm -hmm. one of her biggest passions is traveling. And so I was asking her how she's able to do it because she had gone to like Scotland. She went to Mexico, like all these different places before she was even 25. Mm -hmm. And I was talking to her. I'm like, how do you do it? And she said that like she saves up all the money she bet except for like rent and groceries mm -hmm. everything else gets put aside for her next trip mm -hmm. um but you know like she's having those trips once or twice a year you know and so like it's close enough within reach that she is still enjoying her present life yeah um she's not saving all of it for retirement for when she's 65 or 70 yeah and so i feel like that's a good example of like um have a goal or purpose in mind for what you're going to sacrifice for. Mm -hmm. And I also think I will never stop working. Yeah. Like I will never retire fully. Mm -hmm. I will always like, at least I will always be like writing, acting, yeah. directing, you know, I don't think I will ever stop. I, I don't think I can stop, yeah. you know? Um, but yeah, yeah, I agree with you. All right. Uh, do you want to talk about anything else? Nope. Do you want to plug anything? Uh, I have an art Instagram. That's right. So follow me at, at Alina Jacqueline. Um, I have my commissions open for a limited amount of spots if you want something drawn mm -hmm. or illustrated. And, and she's really good. Thank you. And that's it. Yeah. Um, if you want to catch my Twitch streams every Saturday around 10 p.m., my Twitch name is at the real Zach Ben CZ. All the Z's are capitalized. And, um... Oh. oh Sorry, go ahead. Fortin Horseman is coming out with... Um, a short called 1000 Years, written and directed by Josh Demi. And then, um, and then we're coming out with a little skit this month as well for the month of March called Do You Even Act <laughs> by me and Jacob Thomason. It's going to be a fun one. So it'll be fun. And, um, our friend Sarah, who you've had on the podcast mm -hmm. before, she recently started a podcast called Call Me When You Get There. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah. And it's, um, it's basically stories. Mm -hmm. Like she has some stories about like local stuff that has happened, like lagoon horror stories. Mm -hmm. Um, and then like failed date mm -hmm. story. So it, it's kind of interesting. Just, it's just a fun listen. Cool. Um, cool. I should, I should look that up. Yeah, yeah. Go ahead and look that up. Call me when you get there. Mm -hmm. Cool. All right. Well, thank you guys for listening and have a great day, night, whatever time you're listening to this and stay safe and stay sane. Bye. Bye. -bye. Bye.